From Upstate Medical University, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. You probably know that smoking causes lung cancer, but did you know it's also responsible for about half of all bladder cancers? With me today to talk about bladder cancer is Dr. Joseph Jacob, a urologist who recently joined Upstate after completing a fellowship in urologic oncology. Welcome, Dr. Jacob. Thanks for having me. Yes. So how is it that smoking um, causes bladder cancer? Similar to lung cancer, it causes uh, damage to cells. The carcinogens in the uh, tobacco causes damage to cells, and once the cells are damaged, they start to grow rapidly uncontrolled. So the, the cells in the bladder where um, things are sitting in the bladder before they exit the body or the exactly. chemicals or whatever? Exactly, okay. yes. All right. Um, do we know of other things that cause bladder cancer? Mostly environmental causes, so um, exposure to paints and dyes, um, people that have worked in the rubber industry, um, hairdressers. Hairdressers from um, perm solution and color solution? Exactly. And, huh, interesting. So that leads me to, do we know ways to prevent it then? I guess stay away from those things, but... Yeah, most, mostly it's, uh, it's trying to avoid environmental factors, especially smoking. And it's actually been shown that if you stop smoking, you decrease your risk of bladder cancer. Huh, okay. Um, what about drinking of water? Is that seen to flush things out, or is that does that help? Or if not you drink that, a lot of water, no, not that we know of, no. Old wives' tale. Okay. <laughs> All right. So from what I understand, there's several different types of bladder cancer. How do you divide them up or differentiate? There's uh, non-invasive bladder cancer, and there's invasive bladder cancer. It's basically as, as simple as it sounds. There's type of type of bladder cancers that stay superficial, sort of like a a polyp on colonoscopy, and there's type that actually starts to invade into the muscle of the bladder. Okay, so like kind of the depth, how deep it, it grows or goes? Uh, exactly. Okay. So the I'm assuming the non-invasive has a better prognosis, it's easier to treat, or? Right, so the non-invasive bladder cancer, we can treat with uh, removing it with a scope, a special scope that we use, and then we have uh, chemotherapies and immunotherapies that we instill in the bladder and uh, those have been shown to do to, to treat these bladder cancers very well if it's invading into the muscle of the bladder usually we're, we're going to recommend removal of the bladder oh wow okay well we'll talk a little bit more about how what's involved with that so why is it that men are so much more likely than women to develop bladder cancer do we well men are Usually the unlucky ones, they they have a higher incidence of most cancers, but uh, we think it's probably because they smoke more than more than women do. More smoking, okay. So, um, how is bladder cancer typically discovered? Is it's not one of those cancers that you have a routine screening for, is it? You're correct, um, saying that there hasn't been a good screening test that we've been able to find. Uh, most commonly people will present with some blood in their urine so uh, either they see the blood in their urine or when they uh, when their primary care doctor orders a urinalysis and sees blood in the urine they will send them to a urologist so it is important that if you ever see blood in your urine you should you should make sure to see a urologist so um, it's never normal to have blood in your urine never okay so what does blood in the urine look like well, any kind of red or pink tinge in the urine is abnormal. Okay. So that would be worth following up with a doctor about. Definitely. Okay. So if a patient comes to you and says they found blood in their urine, what are you likely to do with that patient? 
We'll do two things. We'll get a CT scan uh, to make sure that there's nothing going on in, in, in the kidneys or the ureters, which are the tubes that connect the kidneys to the bladder. And then we'll uh, perform what we call cystoscopy, which is a camera that looks into the bladder. Okay. All right. And that those can tell you if there's something there? Right. So the uh, cystoscopy or the camera in the bladder, that will show you if there are any tumors that are along the lining of the bladder. And the CT scan will show you if there are any tumors in the kidney or in the ureters. Um, are there things that are non-cancerous that can cause blood in the urine, or is it... Yes, of course. And actually, most commonly, we don't find cancer, th thankfully. Uh, but uh, anything from infections to stones to even just kidney diseases can cause blood in the urine. But either way, it needs to be checked out and treated, whatever it is, if it's an infection or right, something. Right, right. And, and you don't want to you know, miss something like bladder cancer because it can be a, a dangerous disease to have. So what's the prognosis for someone who's newly diagnosed with bladder cancer? You know, we've done a pretty good job over the years of treating bladder cancer. And so most bladder cancers we can keep in a non-invasive or the, you know, the superficial kind of bladder cancer. And, uh, you know, it, the prognosis is about 80 to 90% chance of not having, uh, you know, this cancer cause you to have a decreased survival. Oh. Um, when they're, when they're invasive, they, you know, the more, the more aggressive they are, the more invasive they are, the, the decrease, it decreases your um, chances of survival. It's yeah, one of those point. where um, catching it early matters, or uh, you talked about the aggressive, some, some types of bladder cancer are more aggressive than others though, right? That's correct. And, and the earlier you catch it, the better, because these cancers can become more aggressive or become more invasive over time. Uh -huh. Okay. Well, let's um, also, let's talk about treatment. And I'm sure this varies depending on the type of the cancer, whether it's invasive or non-invasive, and probably also on what, the, what else the patient has going on. But um, what are sort of the, the treatment options, the range of ways to treat this? So for non-invasive bladder cancer, we will recommend removing it with, a, with the aid of a camera. And there's no incisions involved in that. That's an outpatient procedure. And then afterwards, we'll, we will recommend um, medicines that we instill in the bladder, um, anything from chemotherapy to immunotherapy inside the bladder. That you in, in put in through the, the camera? Or we, the will, we will uh, put a catheter in the, in the bladder and then uh, have the medicine dwell for about an hour or so and then drain the bladder. And these treatments are usually um, once a week for about six weeks. And is that just so that it gets um, right to the cells or the area where the cancer was? Exactly. So once you have a bladder cancer in one of the cells of the bladder, and we know that well, that it's affected all the cells in the bladder. And so we give this treatment that affects the whole bladder. So we treat the whole bladder. Huh. Interesting. Um, and those are done outpatient, like in the regular doctor's office? Or? Correct. Okay. Um, now that's for if it's non-invasive, but if we're looking at something that's more invasive or more aggressive, what, uh, what do you typically do? So for invasive bladder cancer, we will recommend removal of the bladder. And the reason why we recommend that is once the tumor is invasive, we know that it has a higher chance of spreading to other parts of the body. And if we catch it before it spreads, we can actually 
cure the bladder cancer and keep it from spreading and so we will remove the bladder. Removing the bladder is a major operation and usually is only done at academic centers like Upstate um, just because of all the um, uh, complications that can happen and all the morbidity associated with the operation. It sounds like it would be pretty involved. Is it? Does it take a long time to do this type of surgery? It can, yeah. It, it, it's at least a three to four hour operation and you have to remove the bladder you you have to remove all the lymph nodes in the in the pelvis and you have to disconnect the urine tubes the ureters from the bladder and you have to reconnect those to some sort of uh, piece of bowel um, and we can do different types of we call them urinary diversions uh, you can either have a ostomy bag where the urine drains into the ostomy uh, we can make a, a pouch uh, where you would catheterize yourself to drain the urine, so we, that would be a con continent uh, diversion, and we can actually make what we call a neobladder or a bladder replacement, where we can have you learn how to pee again through the urethra. Okay. Wow. Um, let me just say this is Upstate's HealthLink on air. I'm your host Amber Smith, talking with Assistant Professor of Urology Dr. Joseph Jacob about bladder cancer. So um, the removal of the bladder. Um, is life, does life get back to normal after that? Once, because you talked about um, creating a, a bladder or using an ostomy, um, are those things that a patient can get used to and get back to sort of a normal way of life? Definitely, definitely. And we have all the support here. Uh, our nurses are, are used to um, helping patients get used to these things. We have a very good ostomy team here that helps patients get used to the ostomy if that's what they choose. Um, and we, uh, we take ownership of the patients and we, we, we make sure that uh, the patients get, get used to whatever, whatever they decide. Whatever works. And it's going to be different for each situation in, in terms of which, what's recommended, I'm sure. Correct. So uh, if bladder cancer spreads... Um, where is it most likely to go? Does most like most likely to the lymph nodes. Okay. Um, but you know, then to the lungs and can go even to the the liver and and then the bones. Because once it's in the lymph nodes, it's in the lymph system and can right. Can go anywhere, correct? So uh, if it spreads, do you is there some is there anything you can do to treat it at that point, or is it a systemic? That's a know? good question. There are treatments. They are all going to be systemic chemotherapy treatments. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't found a cure for bladder cancer that one, once it has spread outside of the bladder, um, but there are newer treatments that we offer here um, and clinical trials to help, you know, figure out a cure for bladder cancer. But that's why it's so important to try to catch it before it's spread. So um, clinical trials, like uh, trying new medications or what, what types of trials are underway? Yeah, trying new medications, new types of chemotherapies, new types of immunotherapies. Okay. So there's still some, some hope, even if you have an aggressive cancer that is spread. Oh, definitely. There's spread. always hope. All right. Um, does having bladder cancer or having had bladder cancer, does that put you at greater risk for other cancers, or is there... Um, anything else you have to do for your health care the rest of your life? Well, usually it's associated with smoking or some kind of environmental cause, and so it, it's linked to all the types of cancers that are associated with smoking, like lung cancer um, and other types of cancers. All right. And um, 
once you've had bladder, bladder cancer, you have to still be followed up for that, or are you sort of done if well, it's been treated and removed? Once you've have had bladder cancer, you, you will likely follow up for the rest of your life okay. with a urologist. Is it uh, likely to recur? It, it, it is likely to occur, and it, and it depends on the type of bladder cancer, but the, the non, non-invasive bladder cancers uh, have a very high chance of recurring, and that's why you'll, you'll see that patients will have uh, surveillance scopes or, 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 or camera procedures to make sure that it hasn't recurred. And to stay on top of it so you catch it early if it comes back. Exactly, to catch it early and to make sure it doesn't progress. Okay, well, great. Well, thank you so much for being here. My guest has been Upstate Urologist Dr. Joseph Jacob talking about bladder cancer. I'm Amber Smith for the podcast and talk show produced by Upstate HealthLink on Air.